The 2023 edition of Poetic License Albany moved from the fish market in Troy to the Honest Weight Food Co-op in December. On December 5th, Dan Wilcox hosted a poetry reading to celebrate the collaboration of art and poetry with some of the writers whose work was selected for the exhibit. Local poets Tom Bonville, Elaine Kenyon, and Brian Liston were among those who stepped up to the mic that night. So our first one up is one of the Toms, Tom Bonville. So I will read three poems in three minutes, I promise. (laughs) Going, going, gone. I think, true or maybe true, that this country will not survive the shenanigans that the United States of America, such as it is, will be gone one day, sooner than we think. Like a shooting star disappearing into the black hole of endless night, Millions of faceless people looking into the sky to see where the star is going. All that will be left will be empty, tall buildings and quiet four-lane highways, snaking around deserted cities, concrete pavements, leading to longer roads to faraway places that you've never been to, never will go to. Places not where they once were, Places belonging to strangers in a strange land looking at faces that look just like everyone else. They get shorter. (laughs) Faith. And what does God command us to do? To be fair, to show compassion, to love one another? and to keep faith with everything impossible, even the silence. And the last poem, I want to be. I want another life, the one kept for me, because I can only be one person at a time. I want to be two people, maybe even more, three people, four people, five people and not be considered crazy. God, think of the possibilities. (laughs) Thank you. Our next poet up, she came a little bit of a distance to come down here, Elaine Kenyon. All right. Um, So I have the peripatetic out there, so that one's mine, so. Um, I brought that one, (laughs) and then a couple others. Okay, Um, so the peripatetic. uh, Wandering with faint purpose in every move, she imagines Aristotle's wink from up above. With dried up paint slashed unworn jeans, wearing her want of the world to see her. A starving artist with no need. You guys, she boasts quietly in a late night conversation to me. The world in general terms, it's X and Z's. Mixed orange soda floats and two black cats with purple sparkles on belled collars. Caged in this one-room apartment, one fan sweats on three bare walls. I burnt my bridges, she casually states. My mind begins to graze. Where can I not return? Who's turned their back to me? What is beyond this country so rich there's currency on the ground? I glance back with that socially taught eye contact and take another sip of orange number five and vanilla bean. 
Um, so since that was about a person, I spread another one. Um, so instead of the peripatetic, this is called the um, misophoniac. Um, yeah. <laughs> so misophonia is uh, kind of a not very well understood um, disorder. Basically, you get uh, like a flight or fight response to um, certain sounds, like triggers, they call them. Um, and so this is um, about that. All right. She said her mind attracted the lone cricket rubbing outside her slightly cracked bedroom window. The black crow cawing from a pine tree branch over her backyard cosmos. The summer fan clicking underneath a whir only detected by her. Like a network of mycelia webbed from her mind to the sound, this pulsing and electromagnetic search and capture escalates. The tendrils lick and embrace with exponential arms and seek out that sound again, inviting even a deadened sound. Just the shapes shifting and repetitive movements will feed the brain's hunt. A bathing cat, a repeating riff, a dripping sink. Each lick, finger pick, and wet ceramic kiss confirms the rage. And the visuals swarm in as the body tries to escape, lacerating, severing, shattering. The misophoniac holds her breath while her hands press each tragus until the cartilage can bend no farther, waiting for the images to pass, begging the sounds to fall into a black hole. What's that one? <laughs> And this last one, so I was thinking it was kind of fitting because we're talking about like art-inspiring poetry. So I found this kind of bizarre painting, and I honestly don't know where it's from, but it's like a woman with like blood coming out of her arms into these little saucer dishes. <laughs> anyway, so I thought it was kind of fascinating, so I wrote a poem about it um, called Motherhood Bloodletting. <laughs> Thousands of my unborn children won't complain they had no choice. We carried a uterine sack filled with horrid memories, not considering the vaginal push of sacrifice. The right nows are drenched in the how should you remember my countless deep breaths. We'll continue the cycle of blaming empty self-esteem on a mother who knew not. A vision of caress faded, a smile hijacked. I'll remember a raw wound I shared in a letter. You'll remember a betrayal. I only wanted your love. You only wanted my love. We both died without it. Okay. Well, Brian, Brian, who I know from years back in the poetry scene from Socrates and Woodstock and all that, uh, submitted both years, and he's been here both years to enthusiastically read for us. So, Brian, you're next. Struggle. Struggle. Internal, external. Conflicts. Prods, needles, into daily life, one at a time. Struggle. This one is actually a forum. Just to kind of give a little bit of a little, little bit of a backstory, kind of uh, as as noted by Dan, I'm from Saugerties myself. I actually have a book. Um, I actually have a book out, but I also wanted to uh, write something for the wonderful poets that. I've gotten to know over the years. Like, as uh, again, Dan said, I've been in the poetry, um, I've been doing poetry readings for um, 20 plus years or so. And I just feel like oh, I want to be able to give back. So, this is the role we play for Phil Levine for, um, for Chronogram. The role we play. It's so tough 
to wear my hat, switching one to another, makes one wonder how one feels standing on the shoulders of John, standing on the shoulders of Mick, Phil, Larry, Dan, Robert, balancing legacies from different roles, one so challenging to play, stages, motivation, all as one does his best to live up to who came before. Nevertheless, Lone Spark comes together with need, becoming a flame to show, share my passion, whom I am, creation, creator, roles, mer roles merging to form an artist, to form a poet. This is actually, uh, this next one, and I know I'm going to, internalization. Internalization. Hurricane. Storm. Absorbs. Festers. Lingers. Everything said, good or bad. Careful. Thank you. Thank you. Poetic License Albany is a joint project of the Hudson Valley Writers Guild and Upstate Artists Guild that brings together regional poets and visual artists. For 2023, the exhibit was on display at the Fish Market in Troy and the Honest Wade Food Co-op in Albany. A call for submissions for the 2024 edition will be announced soon. For Hudson Mohawk Magazine, I'm Tom Francis.